Joshua 9 Now it came about when all the kings who were beyond the Jordan, in the hill country, and in the lowland, and on all the coast of the great sea toward Lebanon, the Hittite and the Amorite, the Canaanite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite, heard of it, that they gathered themselves together with one accord to fight with Joshua and with Israel. When the inhabitants of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and Ai, they also acted craftily and set out as envoys, and took worn-out sacks on their donkeys, and wineskins worn out and torn and mended, and worn out and patched sandals on their feet, and worn out clothes on themselves. And all the bread of their provisions was dry and had become crumbled. They went to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal and said to him and to the men of Israel, We have come from a far country. Now therefore make a covenant with us. The men of Israel said to the Hivites, Perhaps you are living within our land. How then shall we make a covenant with you? But they said to Joshua, We are your servants. Then Joshua said to them, Who are you and where do you come from? They said to him, Your servants have come from a very far country because of the fame of the Lord your God. For we have heard the report of him and all that he did in Egypt, and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan, to Sihon king of Heshbon, and to Og the king of Bashan, who was at Ashtaroth. So our elders and all the inhabitants of our country spoke to us, saying, Take provisions in your hands for the journey, and go and meet them and say to them, We are your servants. Now then make a covenant with us. This our bread was warm when we took it for our provisions out of our houses on the day that we left to come to you. But now behold, it is dry and become crumbled. These wineskins which we filled were new, and behold, they are torn. And these our clothes and our sandals are worn out because of the very long journey. So the men of Israel took some of their provisions and did not ask for the counsel of the Lord. Joshua made peace with them and made a covenant with them to let them live. And the leaders of the congregation swore an oath to them. It came about at the end of three days after they had made a covenant with them that they heard that they were neighbors and that they were living within their land. Then the sons of Israel set out and came to their cities on the third day. Now their cities were Gibeon and Kephirah and Beeroth and Kiriath-Jerim. The sons of Israel did not strike them because the leaders of the congregation had sworn to them by the Lord the God of Israel. And the whole congregation grumbled against the leaders. But all the leaders said to the whole congregation, We have sworn by them by the Lord, the God of Israel, and now we cannot touch them. This we will do to them, even let them live, so that the wrath will not be upon us for the oath which we swore to them. The leaders said to them, Let them live. So they became hewers of wood and drawers of water for the whole congregation, just as the leaders had spoken to them. Then Joshua called for them and spoke to them, saying, Why have you deceived us, saying, We are very far from you, when you are living within our land. Now therefore you are cursed, and you shall never cease being slaves, both hewers of wood and drawers of water for the house of my God. So they answered Joshua and said, Because it was certainly told to your servant that the Lord your God had commanded his servant Moses to give you all the land and to destroy all the inhabitants of the land before you. Therefore we feared greatly for our lives because of you, and have done this thing. Now behold, we are in your hands. Do as it seems good and right in your sight to do to us. Thus he did to them, and delivered them from the hands of the sons of Israel, and they did not kill them. But Joshua made them that day hewers of wood and drawers of water for the congregation and for the altar of the Lord to this day, in the place that he would choose. Chapter 10 Now it came about when Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, heard that Joshua had captured Ai and had utterly destroyed it, 
just as he had done to Jericho and its king, so he had done to Ai and its king, and that the inhabitants of Gideon had made peace with Israel and were within their land, that he feared greatly because Gibeon was a great city like one of the royal cities, and because it was greater than Ai and all its men were mighty. Therefore Adonai Zedek, the king of Jerusalem, sent word to Hoham, king of Hebron, and to Piram, king of Jarmuth, and Japhia, king of Lasich, and Deber, king of Eglon, saying, Come up to me and help me, and let us attack Gibeon, for it has made peace with Joshua and with the sons of Israel. So the five kings of the Amorites, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, and the king of Lasich, and the king of Eglon, gathered together and went up. They, with all their armies, encamped by Gibeon and fought against it. Then the men of Gibeon sent word to Joshua to the camp at Gilgal, saying, Do not abandon your servants. Come up to us quickly and save us and help us. For all the kings of the Amorites that live in the hill country have assembled against us. So Joshua went up from Gilgal, he and all the people of war with him, and all the valiant warriors. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not fear them, for I have given them into your hands. Not one of them shall stand before you. So Joshua came upon them suddenly by marching all night from Gilgal. And the Lord confounded them before Israel, and he slew them with a great slaughter at Gibeon and pursued them by the way of the ascent of Beth-horon, and struck them as far as Azekah and Makeda. As they fled before Israel, while they were at the descent of Beth-horon, the Lord threw large stones from heaven on them as far as Azekah, and they died. There were more who died from the hailstones than those whom the sons of Israel killed with the sword. Then Joshua spoke to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the sons of Israel, and he said in the sight of Israel, O son! Stand still at Gibeon, and O moon in the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still, and the moon stopped, until the nation avenged themselves of their enemies. Is it not written in the book of Jashar? And the sun stopped in the middle of the sky, and did not hasten to go down for about a whole day. There was no day like that, before it or after it, when the Lord listened to the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. Then Joshua and all Israel with him returned to the camp, to Gilgal. Now these five kings had fled and hidden themselves in the cave at Makeda. It was told Joshua, saying, The five kings have been found hidden in the cave at Makeda. Joshua said, Roll large stones against the mouth of the cave, and assign men by it to guard them. But do not stay there yourselves. Pursue your enemies and attack them in the rear. Do not allow them to enter their cities, for the Lord their God has delivered them into your hands. It came about when Joshua and the sons of Israel had finished laying them with a very great slaughter, until they were destroyed. The survivors who remained of them had entered the fortified cities, that all the people returned to the camp to Joshua at Makeda in peace. No one uttered a word against any of the sons of Israel. Then Joshua said, Open the mouth of the cave and bring these five kings out to me from the cave. They did so and brought these five kings out to him from the cave, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lasich, and the king of Eglon. When they brought the kings out to Joshua, Joshua called all the men of Israel and said to the chiefs of the men of war who had gone with him, Come near, put your feet on the necks of these kings. So they came near and put their feet on their necks. Joshua then said to them, Do not fear or be dismayed. Be strong and courageous, for thus the Lord will do to all your enemies with whom you fight. So afterward Joshua struck them and put them to death, and he hanged them on five trees, and they hung on the trees until evening. 
It came about at sunset that Joshua gave a command, and they took them down from the trees and threw them into the cave where they had hidden themselves and put large stones over the mouth of the cave to this very day. Now Joshua captured Makeda on that day and struck it and its king with the edge of the sword. He utterly destroyed it and every person who was in it. He left no survivor. Thus he did to the king of Makeda, just as he had done to the king of Jericho. Then Joshua and all Israel with him passed on from Makeda to Libna and fought against Libna. The Lord gave it also with its king into the hands of Israel, and he struck it and every person who was in it with the edge of the sword. He left no survivors in it. Thus he did to its king just as he had done to the king of Jericho. And Joshua and all Israel with him passed on from Libna to Lasich, and they camped by it and fought against it. The Lord gave Lachish into the hands of Israel, and he captured it on the second day and struck every person who was in it with the edge of the sword according to all that he had done to Libna. Then Horam, king of Gezer, came up to help Lachish, and Joshua defeated him and his people until he had left him no survivor. And Joshua and all Israel with him passed on from Lachish to Eglon, and they camped by it and fought against it. They captured it on that day and struck it with the edge of the sword, and he utterly destroyed that day every person who was in it, according to all that he had done to Lachish. Then Joshua and all Israel with him went up from Eglon to Hebron, and they fought against it. They captured it and struck it and its king and all its cities and all the persons who were in it with the edge of the sword. He left no survivor according to all that he had done to Eglon, and he utterly destroyed it and every person who was in it. Then Joshua and all Israel with him returned to Deber, and they fought against it. He captured it and its king and all its cities and struck them with the edge of the sword, and utterly destroyed every person who was in it. He left no survivor, just as he had done to Hebron, so he did to Deber and its king, as he had also done to Libna and its king. Thus Joshua struck all the land, the hill country and the Negev and the lowlands and the slopes and all their kings. He left no survivor, but he utterly destroyed all who breathed, just as the Lord, the God of Israel, had commanded. Joshua struck them from Kadesh Barnea even as far as Gaza, and all the country of Goshen even as far as Gibeon. Joshua captured all these kings and their land at one time because the Lord, the God of Israel, fought for Israel. So Joshua and all Israel with him returned to the camp at Gilgal. Chapter 11 Then it came about, when Jabin, king of Hazor, heard of it, that he sent Jobab, the king of Maiden, and to the king of Shimron, and to the king of Atshaph, and to the kings who were of the north in the hill country, and in the Arabah, south of Kenneroth, in the lowlands, and on the heights of Dor on the west, to the Canaanite who was on the east and on the west, and the Amorite, and the Hittite, and the Perizzite, and the Jebusite, in the hill country, and the Hivite at the foot of Hermon in the land of Mizpah. They came out, they and all their armies with them, as many people as the sand that is on the seashore, with very many horses and chariots. So all of these kings, having agreed to meet, came and encamped together at the waters of Merom to fight against Israel. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid because of them, for tomorrow at this time I will deliver all of them slain before Israel. You shall hamstring their horses and burn their chariots with fire. So Joshua and all the people of war with him came upon them suddenly by the waters of Merom and attacked them. The Lord delivered them into the hand of Israel so that they defeated them and pursued them as far as Great Sidon and Misrephoth Maim and the valley of Mizpah to the east. And they struck them until no survivor was left to them. Joshua did to them as the Lord had told him. 
he hamstrung their horses and burned their chariots with fire. Then Joshua turned back at that time and captured Hazor and struck its king with the sword, for Hazor formerly was the head of all these kingdoms. They struck every person who was in it with the edge of the sword, utterly destroying them. There was no one left who breathed. And he burned Hazor with fire. Joshua captured all the cities of these kings and all their kings, and he struck them with the edge of the sword and utterly destroyed them, just as Moses the servant of the Lord had commanded. However, Israel did not burn any cities that stood on their mounds, except for Hazor alone, which Joshua burned. All the spoils of these cities and the cattle the sons of Israel took as their plunder, but they struck every man with the edge of the sword until they had destroyed them. They left no one who breathed. Just as the Lord had commanded Moses his servant, so Moses commanded Joshua, and so Joshua did. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord had commanded Moses. Thus Joshua took all that land, the hill country and all the Negev, all the land of Goshen, the lowland, the Arabah, the hill country of Israel and its lowland from Mount Halak that rises toward Seir, even as far as Baalgad, the valley of Lebanon and the foot of Mount Hermon. And he captured all their kings and struck them down and put them to death. And Joshua waged war a long time with these kings. There was not a city which made peace with the sons of Israel except the Hivites living in Gibeon. They took them all in battle. For it was of the Lord to harden their hearts to meet Israel in battle in order that he might utterly destroy them, that they might receive no mercy, but that he might destroy them just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then Joshua came at that time and cut off the Anakim from the hill country, from Hebron, from Deber, from Anab, from all the hill country of Judah, and from all the hill country of Israel. Joshua utterly destroyed them with their cities. There were no Anakim left in the land of the sons of Israel. Only in Gaza, in Gath, and Ashdod some remained. So Joshua took the whole land according to all the Lord had spoken to Moses. And Joshua gave it for an inheritance to Israel according to their divisions of their tribes. Thus the land had rest from war. Joshua 12 Now these are the kings of the land whom the sons of Israel defeated, and whose land they possessed beyond the Jordan toward the sunrise, from the valley of Arnon as far as Mount Hermon, and all the Arabah to the east. Sihon, king of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon and ruled from Aror, which is on the edge of the valley of the Arnon, both the middle of the valley and half of Gilead, even as far as the brook Jabbok, the border of the sons of Ammon, and the Arabah as far as the Sea of Kenareth toward the east, and as far as the Sea of Arabah, even the Salt Sea, eastward toward Beth Jeshemoth, and on the south at the foot of the slopes of Pisgah, and the territory of Og, king of Bashan, one of the remnant of Rephraim, who lived in Ashtaroth and Edri, and ruled over Mount Hermon and Selica, and all Bashan, as far as the border of the Geshurites and the Machathites, and half of Gilead, as far as the border of Sihon, king of Heshbon. Moses, the servant of the Lord, and the sons of Israel defeated them. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave it to the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of the Manassites as a possession. Now these are the kings of the land whom Joshua and the sons of Israel defeated beyond the Jordan toward the west, from Belgad in the valley of Lebanon, even as far as Mount Halak, which rises toward Seir. And Joshua gave it to the tribes of Israel as a possession according to their divisions, in the hill country, in the lowland, in the Arabah, on the slopes, and in the wilderness, and in the Negev. The Hittite, the Amorite, the Canaanite, the Parasite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite, the king of Jericho, won. The king of Ai, which is beside Bethel, one. The king of Jerusalem, one. 
the king of Hebron, one, the king of Jarmuth, one, the king of Lachish, one, the king of Eglon, one, the king of Gezer, one, the king of Deber, one, the king of Geder, one, the king of Horma, one, the king of Ered, one, the king of Libna, one, the king of Adullam, one, the king of Makeda, one, the king of Bethel, one, the king of Tepua, one, the king of Hefer, one, the king of Aphek, one, the king of Lasheron, one, the king of Madden, one, the king of Hazor, one, the king of Shimron Maron, one, the king of Akshaph, one, the king of Tanakh, one, the king of Megiddo, one, the king of Kadesh, one, the king of Jachnim in Carmel, one, the king of Dor in the heights of Dor, one, the king of Goim in Gilgal, one, the king of Tirzah, one, in all, thirty-one kings. Chapter 13 Now Joshua was old and advanced in years when the Lord said to him, You are old and advanced in years, and very much of the land remains to be possessed. This is the land that remains, all the regions of the Philistines and all those of the Geshurites, from the Shihor, which is the east of Egypt, even as far as the border of Ekron to the north, it is counted as Canaanite. The five lords of the Philistines, the Gazite, the Ashdodite, the Ashkelonite, the Gittite, the Ekronite, and the Avite to the south, and all the land of the Canaanite, and Mira that belongs to the Sidonians, as far as Aphek, to the border of the Amorite, and the land of the Gebelite, and all of Lebanon toward the east from Balgad, below Mount Hermon as far as Lebohamath. All the inhabitants of the hill country from Lebanon as far as Misrephoth, Maine, all the Sidonians, I will drive them out from before the sons of Israel, only allot it to Israel for an inheritance as I have commanded you. Now therefore apportion this land for an inheritance to the nine tribes and the half-tribe of Manasseh. When the other half-tribe, the Reubenites and the Gadites, received their inheritance which Moses gave them beyond the Jordan to the east, just as Moses the servant of the Lord gave to them, from Error, which is on the edge of the valley of the Arnon, with the city which is in the middle of the valley, and all the plains of Mediba as far as Dibon, and all the cities of Sihon, king of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon, as far as the border of the sons of Ammon, and Gilead, and the territory of the Geshurites, and the Machathites, and all Mount Hermon, and all Bashan, as far as Selica, all the kingdom of Og in Bashan, who reigned at Ashtaroth and in Idriot, he alone was left of the remnant of the Rephaim. For Moses struck them and dispossessed them. But the sons of Israel did not dispossess the Geshurites or the Machathites, for Geshur and Machath live among Israel until this day. Only to the tribe of Levi did he not give an inheritance, the offering by fire to the Lord, the God of Israel, are their inheritance, as he spoke to him. So Moses gave an inheritance to the tribe of the sons of Reuben according to their families. Their territory was from Aror, which is on the edge of the valley of the Arnon, with the city which is in the middle of the valley and all the plain by Mediba. Heshbon and all its cities which are on the plain, Dibon and Bamathbal and Bethbalmian, and Jahaz and Kedemoth and Mephath, and Kiriathame and Sibma, and Zareth Shahar on the hill of the valley, and Beth Peor and the slopes of Pisgah and Beth Jeshemoth. Even all the city of the plain, and all the kingdom of Sihon, king of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon, whom Moses struck with the chiefs of Midian, Evi, and Rechem, and Zur, and Hur, and Reba, the princes of Sihon, who lived in the land. 
The sons of Israel also killed Balaam, the son of Beor, the diviner, with the sword among the rest of their slain. The border of the sons of Reuben was the Jordan. This was the inheritance of the sons of Reuben according to their families, the cities, and their villages. Moses also gave an inheritance to the tribe of Gad, to the sons of Gad according to their families. Their territory was Jazer and all the cities of Gilead, and half the land of the sons of Ammon as far as Error, which is before Rabbah, and from Heshbon as far as Ramath Mizpah and Betanem, and from Mahanaim as far as the border of Deber. And in the valley, Beth-Haram, and Beth-Nimrah, and Succoth, and Zaphon, the rest of the kingdom of Sihon, king of Heshbon, with the Jordan as a border, as far as the lower end of the Sea of Kinnereth, beyond the Jordan to the east. This is the inheritance of the sons of Gad according to their families and the cities and their villages. Moses also gave an inheritance to the half-tribe of Manasseh, and it was for the half-tribe of the sons of Manasseh according to their families. Their territory was from Mahanaim, all Bashan, and all the kingdom of Og, king of Bashan, and all the towns of Jer, which are in Bashan, sixty cities. Also half of Gilead, with Ashtaroth and Idri, the cities of the kingdom of Og in Bashan, were for the sons of Maker, the sons of Manasseh, for the half of the sons of Maker, according to their families. These are the territories which Moses apportioned for an inheritance in the plains of Moab, beyond the Jordan at Jericho, to the east. But to the tribe of Levi, Moses did not give an inheritance. The Lord, the God of Israel, is their inheritance, as he had promised to them. Luke 16 Now he was also saying to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and this manager was reported to him as squandering his possessions. And he called him and said to him, What is this I hear about you? Give an accounting for your management, for you can no longer be manager. The manager said to himself, What shall I do since my master is taking the management away from me? I am not strong enough to dig. I am ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do, so that when I am removed from the management, people will welcome me into their homes. And he summoned each one of his master's debtors, and he began saying to the first, How much do you owe my master? And he said, A hundred measures of oil. And he said to him, Take your bill and sit down quickly and write fifty. Then he said to another, And how much do you owe? And he said, A hundred measures of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and write eighty. And his master praised the unrighteous manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the sons of this age are more shrewd in relation to their own kind than the sons of light. And I say to you, Make friends for yourselves by means of the wealth of unrighteousness, so that when it fails they will receive you into the eternal dwelling. He who is faithful in very little things is faithful also in much, and he who is unrighteous in a very little things is unrighteous also in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the use of unrighteous wealth, who will entrust the true riches to you? And if you have not been faithful in the use of that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, were listening to all these things and were scoffing at him. And he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves in the sight of men, but God knows your heart. For that which is highly esteemed among men is detestable in the sight of God. The law and the prophets were proclaimed until John. Since that time the gospel of the kingdom of God has been preached, and everyone is forcing his way into it. But it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one stroke of a letter of the law to fail. 
Everyone who divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery, and he who marries one who is divorced from a husband commits adultery. Now there was a rich man, and he habitually dressed in purple and fine linen, joyously living in splendor every day. And a poor man named Lazarus was laid at his gate, covered with sores, and longing to be fed with the crumbs which were falling from the rich man's table. Besides, even the dogs were coming and licking his sores. Now the poor man died, and was carried away by the angels to Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. In Hades he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and saw Abraham far away and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried out and said, Father Abraham! Have mercy on me and send Lazarus so that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool off my tongue, for I am in agony in this flame. But Abraham said, Child, remember that during your life you received your good things, and likewise Lazarus' bad things, but now he is being comforted here and you are in agony. And besides all this, between us and you there is a great chasm fixed, so that those who wish to come over from here to you will not be able and that none may cross over from there to us. And he said, Then I beg you, Father, that you send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, in order that he may warn them so that they will not come to this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. He said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be persuaded, even if someone rises from the dead.